Hello, everyone, and welcome to She Heard, She Believed, and She Prospered podcast. My name is Anisha Davis, and I am a minister of the gospel. I am here to bring you encouraging messages that will help you with everyday life. The messages are Christian-based, and they are truly uplifting for the soul. Again, I want to welcome you, and thank you so much for joining me on this beautiful journey to a healthy and prosperous life. Hello, everyone, and thank you for joining my first podcast for She Heard, She Believed, and She Prospered. Today, I would like to give you a little bit of background about myself. My name is Anisha Davis. I am 46 years old, married with four children. I have been with my husband for over 28 years and married 23 of those 28 years. So I guess you can say I've been around enough to know a thing or two. Something else about me is that I'm a minister of the gospel. I am not a licensed doctor or do I have a PhD, nor do I claim to be a doctor or have a PhD. So I just wanted to put that out there before I began my podcast that I am not a doctor. I am not a certified um, doctor. I am not a psychologist. I do not have a PhD. I am a minister of the gospel and my entire podcast is centered around Christ. Again, I want to thank you so much for joining in. Today, my first podcast, I wanted to spend time talking about us as women. I want you to know that you are safe here. It is okay to have feelings or emotions to rise up because that's only natural. You may even shed a tear or two. But what I absolutely do not want you to do today is condemn yourself for whatever you hear on this podcast. If you are not experiencing these things, I want you to know that God loves you. And that is why I am here to help uplift you, to help encourage you to be the best woman that God has called you to be. So I just wanted to get that out there. I do not want you to condemn yourself for anything that you may hear today. It is not allowed in this time and space that we spend together, okay? So with that being said, Let's get into our topic today. Women. We are women. We are created beautifully. We are beautiful beings created by God. We were created as helpmeets. So what exactly is a helpmeet? A helpmeet is a helper or a companion. We were designed to assist yet we still have dominion. So that's something I wanted to get out first and foremost. Yes, we were created as help me, but in the beginning, in the Bible, in Genesis 1, it said that God created male and female. And over in chapter two, he said the two became one. So we are one in our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. The man being the head, the woman being the helpmeet, but yet we are one. We dominate together. And that togetherness was created by our Lord and Savior, by our Heavenly Father. We were designed to be helpmeet, as I said. And being a helpmeet, we have been given the beautiful gift of God to nourish, 
to care for, to assist. And some may disagree. And you know what? That is fine if you disagree. I will continue to share from a perspective of Christ. So this is what this is about. Christian perspective and having an understanding that you are loved, you are helped me, you were created to help that male counterpart, that counterpart in your life to become one and dominate. So does that mean that we have to be subordinate to man? To ask this question, one of the two things are going on in our hearts. We do not believe that man has authority over woman or we truly desire to know our place in this life as a woman. So one, we may believe that man does not have the power over me. And the other, I just really want to know my place in this life as a woman in this life. I want to understand who I am as a woman in this life, who God has called me to be. The truth of the matter is we were designed to have co-dominion with man. And as I stated in Genesis 26, you know, God created us and he created us in his image, the father, the son, and the Holy Spirit, the father being God, the son, the word of God becoming flesh who came into the world. And then there's the Holy Spirit, the spirit of God that testifies of the son. And he's our comforter. He's our standby. He's our guide and so much more. He's a counselor to us. He's so much more. And that's what God sent him for when Christ died on the cross. And so those three were three, yet one. There was no superior and inferior. There was no dominating. There was no high and low. No, there were three entities all being one. And the same thing God desired for us. Although they were three, they were not wrestling against each other. And so because they are all three in God, likewise, we were also created. God, male, female, Trinity, the three, the man and the woman becoming one flesh, being joined to God and having dominion. So with that being said, the beauty of God's creation of the three in one is that male and female having the same mindset of Christ are one with God. It's not your doing. It's not your effort. It's having that same mindset. Remember in the New Testament, um, if you haven't read it, it is found in the New Testament. And Jesus says it, says it throughout all of the gospel. The Father knows me. I know the Father. When you see me, you see the Father. I only speak what my Father tells me to speak. How is that possible? Because they're one. There's no error in the two. They are one and the same. And that is the same way God desires for us to be, one and the same with him. But the only way to be that way is through the word of God, through woman understanding who she is. As women, God desires to have a relationship with each of us. He has purpose for each and every one of us. God loves us so much that he gave his only son. God loves women so much. There's no time or space for me to even explain it to its fullest, just how much he loves us. 
but he does. God loves us so much that he sent his only son. Can you imagine giving up your only child as a mom for the whole world? This is what God did for us. And as a woman, it took a while for me to comprehend this. It really did. It took a while for me to comprehend this. But once I did, it was something I wanted to continue to share with my sisters in Christ, those that have not joined to Christ, desire a relationship with Christ. This is for you. This is for all of us to know who we are in Christ, to live our best life. And the only way you're able to live your best life is to have a relationship with the one who created that life for you. And that is God. So as a woman, I was so hungry for knowing just who I am in this earth. And I struggled with so many things in, you know, wanting to know that there were things that I struggled with, such as anger and things like frustration and things like, you know, depression and just being timid in some areas, dominating in some areas, up one day, down the next day. And, you know, those just are not the things that God desired for our life. But it took learning of who I am in Christ to have an understanding that that is not what God desired for my life. It was never something, you know, I, I wanted to know who I was, but it was never something that I just outright asked God. But it was my behavior that was formed through my life experiences, like lack of trust, as I, um, and also anger, as I talked about, the sadness, and later on in life, the depression, being a dominating individual in some times and then being timid in other times. All these things were making me question, who am I? Who am I as a woman in this earth? And sometimes these different emotions would just spiral out of control, you know, where people wouldn't even want to be around me. And, you know, I didn't want to be that person. I, I did not want to be that person. I did not want to live like that. I desire to know the truth about who I am in this earth. And on this journey of learning of who I am in Christ Jesus, I'm telling you guys, it really saved my life. And I desire, I just desire that for all women, just for them to come into the fullness of who they are in Christ Jesus. I really began to read the word of God and listening to ministers that preach truth. Now, when I say truth, I am speaking of truth, the word of God, the son who became flesh. And when I mean, what I mean when I say pre preach truth, I'm saying I wasn't hearing a bunch of religion pointing out all the things that are wrong with me that I needed to correct about myself. No, it was truth that was pointing me to my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, telling me who he is in this earth, telling me who I am in him. And guys, it was so freeing. It set me free just to, you know, it's like a sigh of relief. You know how you struggle with something and finally when you get it, you're like, ah, that's how I felt when I learned about who I am in Christ Jesus. That's how I felt when I learned about tr the truth of who Christ is and how he has already finished the work for me and that I don't have to do things in and of myself and that, and to focus in on his finished works and not my issues. Now I'm not saying to just ignore your issues or act as if they don't exist. No, that's not what I'm saying. What I am saying is I began to learn 
that in Isaiah 54, you know, in Isaiah 54, what tells us that Christ, he bore our grief and he carried our sorrow. He was wounded for our transgression. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was upon him. And with his stripes, I'm healed. And after reading scriptures like this and having them just minister to me, I desire to know more about, well, if God has done all these things for me, then why am I still experiencing these things? And meditating and hearing truth taught me the truth about me, that I didn't have to suffer from these things, that I am woman, that I was created, that I was predestined, that God loves me unconditionally. And, you know, me not knowing that God felt this way about me, me not knowing that God had already predestined a life for me, it that is what allowed the depression and the timidness and the dominating and the anger, even poverty, you know, having being lacking in areas. You know, all those things set up, you know, it just set up house on the inside of me. And it was ruling and reigning over me and I was out of control and I couldn't gain my composure. And, you know, the moment you try to come up and take a breath, something else comes along and knock you down. And that's not what God desires for us. God desires for us to be free. He desires for us to rest. And as women, he desires for us to rest. He does not desire for us to struggle and strain and be angry and bitter. He does not desire for us to be depressed. He does not desire for us to dominate. No, he created us as being, as helpmeets, as nurturers, as one who give care, as one who love. You know, just like you have that baby and you just love that baby even before you see that baby. That's how God feels about us. Even before he sees the purpose and full flourishing in our life. He loves us so. Oh my goodness, he loves us so. And, you know, not all these things were a part, you know, knowing all these things were a part of the fall. That's what I meant to say. Knowing all these things were a part of the fall in the beginning where God talks about the fall of Adam and Eve. You know, it it just lifted the burden off of me to know, you know what, Anisha? You weren't created like this. You weren't created to be this. This is not what God created for you to express in the world. No, those things came from the tree of good and evil. And those things are byproducts of your environment that you were in. And it took God, the Holy Spirit, revealing that to me through ministry, through meditating, through learning of Christ. And once I learned these things, scriptures began to stand out that God loves me, that he would never forsake me that no weapon formed against me shall prosper. I knew then that I was protected. I knew then that Christ loves me. When I learned that all have fallen short of the glory of God, I understood that nothing I did in my own strength would be good enough. We cannot be what has already be, if that, if I can say it like that. We cannot become what already is. That's what I'm trying to say. We cannot fulfill what has already been fulfilled. We cannot complete what has already been finished. And that is our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. He has already completed the work for us. 
It has already been finished. Therefore, you know, it was like a light bulb moment, like a light bulb went off. Okay, if it's already finished, okay, if it's already been completed, then why am I working so hard to gain a purpose in this life and reach a destiny in my own strength that has already been prepared for me by my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ? And how can I complete what has already been finished? And once that light bulb moment went off, I began to take the journey. I journeyed through the Bible to see just what he fulfilled for me. I journeyed through the Bible to see just what he had to say about me. And I do remember one day I asked God, you know, I, you know, he, let me rephrase that. I did not ask him. It was pondering in my heart and he heard my heart and he said, Anisha, if you ever want to know about your life, open up the Bible. And as you read the Bible and see my son, your life will be revealed to you. And that was a profound moment for me. That day changed my life. And he gave me a spirit of love, a sound mind. He gave me power. So I don't have to be confused, angry, upset, disappointed, timid, dominating. No, through the word of God, I was set free. And the Bible says, whom the son sets free is free indeed. He loves us so much and desires to show us how to be free. Now, this is not something you can do in and of yourself. This is something that he taught us. He teaches us to be free. So, and what I'm saying is, you know, we have to be like Mary was. Remember Mary in the Bible? Mary sat at Jesus' feet. And she had a sister by the name of Martha. And I love that story because it helps me in understanding, you know, whenever I find myself in a place where I'm so busy trying to make myself be this individual as a woman. And God is like, I love you just as you are. And if you just sit at my feet, you know, just sit at his feet like Mary and allow him to show you who you are as a woman. Allow him to show you who you are in this world. Allow him to reveal your purpose and your destiny to you. Oh my God, it's freeing and it's fulfilling and, it, and you want to just listen and learn more and more about who you are in this world. And that's, you know, that's God loving us. That's God showing us his love through his son. And as I stated, you know, whom the sun sets free is free indeed, because we are some strong women. We are very strong, but God doesn't want you to be strong on your own, you know, white knuckling it, trying to make things happen in your life, trying to prove who you are. No, God said he doesn't need for us to approve anything. Everything has been proven through the sun. And as he looks at each and every one of us as women, he sees his son, Jesus Christ. That's why I said it's not dominating and superior and inferior. When he looks at us, he sees his son. He's not seeing male and female. He's seeing one flesh operating in this earth, like-minded as his son, producing what he desires to produce in and of us in this world. That's what God desires for each and every one of us.
He carried our burns for us. He died for us. He rose for us. And now he's seated at the right hand of the Father for us, always making intercession on our behalf. As women, we need to know that God loves us and he's for us. Who dare be against us? We need to know and understand that we are the head. We need to know and understand that we're above and not beneath. We need to know and understand that God has transferred us out of the kingdom of darkness, that kingdom of lack of knowledge and not knowing, and the kingdom of his this son, where we know who we are, where we rest in his truth and learn of the life and purpose that he has called us to. That's what we have to do. That's why we have to sit at his feet. The Holy Spirit testifies of him. And we have to allow the Holy Spirit to be our guide and our comforter. We have to allow the Holy Spirit to be our counselor in this world. And as he continues to testify of Christ in our life, we become the woman God called us to be more and more every day. We don't need to try to make life to be as we want it to be. We could never make life to be as what God called our life to be. He is God. He's our father. He knows what's best for us. And so we have to be like Mary, just as I said, sit at the feet of Jesus. Let him minister to us. Let the Holy Spirit reveal him to us. And in that revelation, we come into an understanding of who we are. We gain power. We gain strength. We gain his love. And we're able to pour his love out from us. We gain compassion. We gain the ability to nurture and to care for and not worry about being inferior, not worry about being superior, not worry about dominating. Depression has no place in our life. Lack has no place in our life. We are virtuous women. And he has given us a life in Christ Jesus that's greater than any life that we could ever desire or even comprehend apart from him. So I thank you so much for listening today. As women, we are virtuous. Thank you so much for listening in to She Heard, She Believed, She Prospered. Hello, everyone, and welcome to She Heard, She Believed, and She Prospered podcast. My name is Anisha Davis, and I am a minister of the gospel. I am here to bring you encouraging messages that will help you with everyday life. The messages are Christian-based, and they are truly uplifting for the soul. Again, I want to welcome you, and thank you so much for joining me on this beautiful journey to a healthy and prosperous life.